<laughs> Y'all are supposed to dance. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Cece's like awkwardly shaking her head. Oh my goodness. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sushi with Seema. Clap! <laughs> I'm yes. so used to that. So, shout out to my producer, Jason Jackson, in the house. Hello. And today I have my first friend from Arizona. (laughs) I don't know why I'm introducing her like that, but that's truly how I got to know her. She was my roommate when I moved here. I was a lost soul (laughs) coming in. I didn't have any friends. I was going to start a new job and uh, she welcomed me into her house. She took care of me like a mother. (laughs) And... Um, yeah, and her name is Deepthi Agarwal. She's a software engineer at Intel, like me. And uh, she was, uh, you know, my mentor in all, all aspects of life. And she's, she, she does a lot of other cool things, too. She's, she's just absolutely driven and ambitious. So, yeah. You said her name very quickly. Deepthi Agarwal. She's You're still saying the last name, right? She says it differently than I do. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, <laughs> how do you pronounce your name? It's Deepti Agarwal. Deepti Agarwal. Yeah, yeah. You yes. did a good job, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> the way you guys say your D's is different. Ah, a little bit. Yeah. Yes, we do. Are you taking? Uh, are you taking the last name? No, Joshi. No, no I'm no. not taking. Okay, okay. I'm <laughs> we'll keeping ta- the last. Name. Okay, okay. See, so. She's already independent. I was hanging out with a software engineer last night, too. I am just was just thinking it's odd that the last three people I've hung out with are all software engineers. Yeah. <laughs> the world is becoming too technical. Okay, yeah. Thank you for ha- coming on to the show, Deepthi. I'm so glad. Uh, you know, she's, she's seen me in all my, like, she's seen me, like, kind of grow from what I was to what I am now. And we were just talking about it on our way. And, uh, yeah. I think through her, I got to meet another really good friend of mine, which is, his name is Prakram Joshi, and he couldn't be here. <laughs> okay, well, I wanted him to be here, but he had other plans, so he couldn't make it. So now they were like the two friends that I had. Yeah, I was, there, I was there. I was the third wheel, third wheel for life. That was my relationship status for the longest time, okay? <laughs> you know me. I have seen a lot of couples in my life and I've just been their third wheel and I love it. It's like fun. You get to observe a lot. You get to observe what to do and not to do. Um, but they, they, I never felt odd. Like they treated me just like a friend. I never felt like, oh, I'm like this third wheel. It was almost like, oh, yeah, they're, I'm just like another friend of theirs. And they like took me around. They uh, accepted all my crazy ideas that I had. Like I'd be like, "Hey guys, I want to shoot a music video," and they'd be like, "Okay, we don't have any choice. She's our friend. We have to help her." <laughs> so she, yeah, the, they they were just follow through anything, any crazy idea that I would have, and they were. I, I like to call them my parents, even though I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> what, what do you think your parents would think? I think they know that. Oh, you're like, sorry, <laughs> mom, dad, you've been replaced. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, they, they're, they're the coolest. And, um, yeah, to see them go from like, you know, being in a relationship and like starting out because I was their Joey, essentially, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I had to not like, you yeah, know, I had to keep she got trolled by her friends. She got the, all the jokes, which we should have heard. And she'll come back home and she'll like, you know what happened? And I'm like, no, I don't know. Like I don't, a- I don't care. <laughs> yeah. She, but she kept it really well. Yeah. That's, so that's the number one policy of being, I was her roommate. And that's like, I think where our bond had started was like, I trust you that you will keep this relationship a secret. Yeah, and, <laughs> I've and never seen frustrated Seema, but I'm sure it's like, oh my goodness. I, yeah, I'm so bad at keeping secrets. So I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, I'll do that. As long as I'm accepted and I can still be your friend, I will make sure I do not tell this to anyone. <laughs> so I kept it a secret for very long. And I think they trusted me through that. And then they said. What is the it here? What did I just miss? What? Oh, the it? The secret. The secret is that they're going out. So they're like, oh. you know, like in friends. Oh, so we had common friends. We just uh, we just started dating. It wasn't like, okay. Oh, you didn't want to go through the, the friendville of like, oh, yeah, you guys are dating. Exactly. I heard just the whole so thing. So we were like, okay, we are not even sure. So let's give us a chance. And that's what it was. And then she came along and then it was like, okay, she is my roommate. She is going to see him all the time. And if we have common friend groups, so why shouldn't I just tell her? Sounds like you're more like, I guess the mom in that situation because you might be like 
So and so's been spending the night here a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no judgment. <laughs> I do not judge like that, Jason. And she's God like, "Oh, we're sake. just friends," and you're like, "Every night." <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, no, dude. I, like, Prokram is my like role model in that way. Like, I remember that I went to his house for the first time, and I was like, "This is the." the the hub spot of Arizona like if I could have friends come and visit me I tell them I'm gonna take you to the tourist spot and that's Prakram's house because it was just you should have <laughs> seen her giving the tour that was like <laughs> awesome we both can never reach to that level of excitement to give a tour of our, our own house oh <laughs> so we had like an official tour guide okay if you're visiting our home you're gonna call her okay she is gonna she'll be the one who's gonna show around everyone uh, no, I know yeah. I, I love the she's I, good at it I love this house and I think that's the main thing that I want to say is that both of them more than the actual sizer of the house it was just the way he kept it and it taught me a lot more other than like he was so humble like this guy he has this amazing house and and here are these two people who have really built their careers and i really respected that mm -hmm. and they are a little bit older than me so i in my head were, I was like in five years yeah this is what i want to be you know um i I, I really respected their relationship and how they handled things responsibly, independently. And, you know, I've told you I've been with a lot of couples in my life. So this was the first couple I was like, okay, this is cool. Being in a relationship, oh, it's not a bad thing. When you thing. say couples, you mean third wheel kind third of thing. Third wheeling. <laughs> I've been with a lot of couples. <laughs> so wrong. Dude, I, now I feel like I've been with a lot of family. So I don't know what to say about that. I say my relationship status is now with family. It's just all over the place. So, yeah. Um. I, I mean, Deepthi, tell tell us a little bit about like what your ambitions were when you moved here. Like, I know you have like a list of things that you've always wanted to do, but why was it so important for you to be like this independent woman? Tell talk, tell us a little about your journey. Hmm. Okay, so I have done. If, if you're if you have a boyfriend, you're married. Are you independent woman? I was independent before. It uh, wasn't like I, was I yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even having a boyfriend, it wasn't kind of like a, a check mark to do in my list. Okay, most of the people. So this is how an Indian kid life goes. You go to school. Okay, you have to get a good job, dude. I am on it. And then you're like, oh my god, this job is not what I really want. <laughs> okay, what should I do? Okay, then you. Then I was like, I never thought of coming to states. I was a very like, I have a good family in India, and I was like, okay, and um, most of my family is in India. Actually, I'm the only one in the States. You can get the same type of jobs in India also, right? Uh, yes, but uh, the she thing was... She was working there. Uh, I was working there. I worked for uh, there for a year, and uh, it was cool, but uh, I had some other kind of job in my mind, and then I was like, okay, I need to do a master's for it, and then I applied to States. And somehow I got selected, and I had a scholarship in hand, and I was like, okay, I don't have to ask my parents. So, and then I was like, okay, I, I always always wanted to come to states or visit other countries um so i was like okay this is a good exposure time and then i came in here and when i came in here i was like okay i'm gonna go back in three or four four years and then i was like okay let me just uh, do my best in whatever i am doing and uh, then uh, i did my master's i got a job and then i moved to arizona that's how it all worked uh, but um, after moving to Arizona, I was like, okay, now you have a job now, how to grow more. And I think so, actually, like, uh, living in India or living in here, India is growing now, but uh, um, in states, like, uh, there are opportunities available to it. So it, I, I started liking in here, uh, comparative to um, India. It, it, I think so it's personal choice. So some people like India more, some people like states more, like, everyone gets their own pick. But it's, it's actually a, such a good country that you guys, like a lot of people come to America and are like, man, this place blows where I came away out of the water. India is actually a pretty decent place to live. Uh, it depends from person to person, to be honest, and from city where you've grown up because India is very diverse. Um, the city that I grew up in was 
like a metropolitan city um so i would maybe have a different experience than maybe she did or maybe similar it depends how old were you when you got here i uh my journey is like different i was i i lived here i was born here i lived here for half my life and then i moved to india for my high school and middle school uh, high school and undergrad and then i came back here so i have a very different story but she's lived in india all her life so this to come here is like a bigger culture shock right so Uh, yeah but eventually actually i found out that the culture is uh, the basic human perspectives are same irrespective of the country that's the only thing which matters like the more i live i find the people have same your people are people yeah exactly people are people people have their same basic morals what is thing what is wrong what is right they're trying to survive and everything is like if you justify it on basic norms it's same like i even we say that indian indian culture is like we think that as an indian we are like okay our culture is the best and everything i have seen similar values in american culture so i don't I don't think it's a lot different. My place was small, but not that small because India is demographically even when more I was a, populated. Even when I was a little kid, when like we'd be doing the salute to the flag, I'd be like, I wonder if every other person in every other country is like, this is the best country. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Do that. And everyone, every country has their own like pros and cons. Mm-hmm. So every everything's on the list. Brazil the always list. looks really but, excited. Yeah. I see a lot of Brazilian flags. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, uh, they are excited because yeah. this is more related to their sports than anything yeah. and their culture. That giant Jesus uh, is really cool uh, that they got. It's yeah. cool. But yeah, Deepthi, like I remember when I moved here, I, I remember the first two months she had her own, she had her own car. Like she, she was going around. She took me everywhere and I felt like I felt like a kid in a lot of ways that, oh, man, I, I one day I also want to have my own car. I want to be independent. I want to be able to travel and do all that. I still remember to this day how they helped me um, with buying my car and like teaching you driving and all those little things. And I say that these are, again, people who have met just after a f- couple of months and they helped me and I'm forever grateful for that. That like I used to be like, you guys, I barely know you, but you're helping me so much. And they were like, no, when we came here, we got help too. And we're just like passing, passing the kindness along. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I always, whenever she mentions, oh, you did it. And then the person who did it for me, like it always kicks that in mind. So it's kind of like how you help the next people and then mm-hmm. uh, she helped her future roommate i so, did yeah so it's kind of like how it works people keep helping the fundamentals are same and every everything is same it's just that where you feel that okay you think that you can live and you just pick up the place and start living over there and start growing yourself mm-hmm. yeah and molding into that yeah and i think uh, that's that's something that as she said after she moved out i my new roommate came in and i felt like i'm seeing a younger Siva. come here i'll be the deep d3 i'm actually really jealous because i made my first purchase of a car loan and just got, I mean, ripped off so bad. Oh, and like, yeah. just because I didn't have a have great relationship with my parents or I didn't ask. I literally rode in on a bicycle. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, <laughs> but I mean, I got ripped off bad. Like, I yeah. wouldn't have known otherwise. Like, this is like something so foreign to me. And I knew that these two are in this world. I know very few people who are financially educated and the two people i respect are Deepthi and prakram <laughs> they're thank like you, thank you they, they they really know they're like i feel like that's something that our generation lacks a lot is financial education and i know those two like if i i will look up to them and the way they've han- handled their finances not to get into de- too deep but i'm just saying that is just something that our generation needs to f- think about more um but yeah i i definitely felt like that's how i'm paving the way for my current roommate and it's 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 definitely it's, uh, it's just an act of kindness. i got a, something that i i could see why she makes a great third wheel by the way because she walks in the room and does that and i am oh, happy like instantly i don't matter what i'm doing i can and i can I'll, i can hear it over she the has phone. a story I'll tell <laughs> she you. has a story yes i do have a story so <laughs> when she came in and she met prakram and she was very excited and um we figured some things about her and which we were like we were sitting on a couch you met really, met prak say no, no no prakram just uh like she met prakram i met so. him 
That's, That's her, her boyfriend. Your boyfriend. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So the day one, she met him and she just starts giggling. And I'm like, okay, someone is giggling. And she keeps giggling and giggling. And it's literally like uh, roll on floor laughing. So If I was him, I'd be sitting there thinking, why did she laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't no, care. He didn't. He didn't. He, because her laugh was like an innocent laugh. And you could tell her like she's not intending to, you know, like, oh, dude, I'm laughing at you. It's like an innocent laugh. I might laugh. be like, is there something in my hair? It's not a <laughs> creepy laugh. Yeah. And it sounds- we, just, we just like loved her. Like, okay, she's just laughing around. And we are like. It oh. wasn't a you're dating him. <laughs> <laughs> And then every time he comes, he knocks the door, and I don't have to worry about who's gonna open it because I just she'll go be there. Run. <laughs> I was like obsessed with him, not in like the creepy stalker way. Like oh. I, I had my distance, but you're like the friend that's like watching out for the other friend. Oh, I, I know like, you from my guy perspective. I know you. Oh, uh, like know that be, role. I'd be like, oh, hi. I'd be like, like giggling, and she's like, Deepthi is like, dude, I'm not even that excited to see him. I don't know why you're. So <laughs> Did you ever pull him aside and go, if you hurt her? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've done situations <laughs> like that, and but for different reasons. But I don't want to get into it. You know? I think so all she pushed was like uh, getting the proposal. Yes, I was just like, God. I don't know if I wanted to talk about that, but I was, <laughs> like, was like, better propose to her. Yeah, she was all on that. You were like, okay, you better, and we were like, okay, yeah. So I, we felt like proposal is too hyped. We're we don't go by the normal. You guys didn't do it in the center court of the Knicks game. No. We are. We're not. They're, the, they're we're, we don't go low with maintenance. The, yeah, we're not go with the social norms. We won't do anything to you know show it off or we'll just do stuff which makes us happy mm. some people like it with a lot of people some people just don't want that much of uh, i crowd so yeah i preferably wouldn't want to have a big wedding i think yeah. I, I, I would like to have a big party a reception thing <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so I, ours was like not that formal and she was like you better do formal. You better do formal. No, I didn't want like a big thing, but I just wanted him, you she know, for the sake of it. Because I know that deep down, every woman kind of wants it. Like they want, you know. I don't know. I, it's okay. I, I, I got it, but that was a small one, and Simba was like, "No, I want to see it. I want to see it." And then mm. I was like, "Okay," and we eventually did it, but she never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> That was the first. I remember the first time I went to like a wedding as like an adult, you know, like 22 years old or something. And uh, I was just sitting there, you know, and when it started, the music started and all all the women in the audience just started crying. What? Like, it, huh? you know, like everybody cries at weddings or I don't know what part it was, but like I was like, I didn't understand it. Hmm. Like at first, like, I don't know, just as a guy or whatever, hmm. like the first time I was just like. And it yeah. totally did not yeah. know why people were crying. At all. No. <laughs> I was like, I thought this was a good time. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I, an I odd thing. For- I'm still not related to that. Bond. <laughs> She's like, yeah, there is a difference. But we'll get into that. Uh, I just like continuing on her journey. Like she spoke about how she came here and she started her job. And I was also in that similar path where I started my job probably one year after she had started. Uh, and I think there's like this journey that especially as any woman that we go through where I want to be like try to be politically correct that once this is what I, we've kind of faced or I've for sure faced is that you go you finish your college you start your job you settle down and the next step of the way in any person's life is when are, are you, you getting, getting married, married? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's start uh Let's start out with all the, the like, w- what's going on? Do you have someone in your life? Oh, no. Okay. There's someone that I know. And it's it's a crazy path. Isn't, as a girl, everyone's thinking a little bit like you're kind of got a, you know, the 30 clock going with kids I, and family that's thing? That's true. I, I have another thing. Like, why do our girls have to think about, like, that 30 clock? I know men doesn't have that clock. I'm just saying, <laughs> that's. I, I just feel that's where, like, but the grandmas kind of and the like, aunts and everybody yeah, exactly. kicks in. Exactly. When you're raising up, oh, eventually you're going to get married. Dude, you don't, girls and guys, you don't have to get married. It's not you have to get married. It's a social norm, <laughs> which you can just get over with. It's okay. It's kind of like, okay... Yeah, if you think you can live with that person forever, you can get married. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. And I think that's something that we both wanted to make sure that we were, as you said, we were secure in our jobs. We were doing excellent in whatever we had outside of our jobs, too. You know, it's really important that 
independently you are sure of yourself before you get into that and that's another thing i respected from them is that independently they were strong um well educated and just humble humans and then together when they came together they didn't want to like rush into it i think even americans face that a lot like you go in a few months or even a year or two into your relationship and they'll be like oh, did you get the ring uh not yeah oh like i think that that question just arises just a general thing and then for the indian culture it's even more because it's like not only are you dating but also the fact like we have the whole arrangement you, you know what happens in this country is you let's say you're dating a girl and you go on vacation every year mm-hmm. somewhere around year two or three or four Mm-hmm. Every vacation, she's thinking, this is the time he's going to propose to me. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've heard that And then when one. you come back from the vacation, she's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, but, hasn't, that has not happened to me, but, but I've heard that But before. don't you don't you agree, Deepthi, that like... Somewhere around year two or three. I, oh, no, no. I was, I was just going to say, like, it, like, don't you agree that you decided to... Is what I'm saying, what you kind of went with you and Prakram to, that you just took your time yeah it was a big thing because my um i'm i'm actually from a traditional family so traditionally i don't think so any of my sisters has done uh, um this much of studies or any of uh, like my cousins i'm the only sister in my dad's family uh daughter in the dad's family but in my mom's family i haven't seen any of the girls being so much of independent but my mom was pretty strong and she was like okay you set up your own terms and you don't have to bend so whenever i have to do something which is not cool or which is not i hate my parents so much when i talk to both you guys <laughs> no, just, yeah. like, like parents i mean you guys are like they're tough on me but boy having those expectations is a and my nice dad thing. was like uh, in a perception i always tell him like i don't want to date because he knew me he was like okay she's so much focused on a career that i know she's never gonna go that way because she's so much focused so actually it took my dad to day uh, a day just to accept that fact that i was dating because he was like okay she's never gonna date <laughs> I have to like you know get her married or something but with my mom uh, I told her that okay see this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna introduce a guy but I'm not getting I'm not getting married to him are you willing to accept it and then uh, she was like no it doesn't in India it doesn't work like that people uh, meet with a proposal okay within six months okay their parents know they're dating but eventually okay either they're dating for a marriage purpose and mine was just dating no marriage mm-hmm. related to it but my mom i always like uh, i really admire her and how she took it so i told her one night and she was like okay i just want to talk to the person and i made her talk and then she was all cool with it and then i was like all the social pressure was off and then I'm like, and then you went in the other room and you're like wtf <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting, yes, exactly. I was expecting she's going to yell at me or uh, because I'm so, uh, I belong to a traditional family. So I just was expecting that they're going to be like, you can't do this or something like that. And mm. she was like, okay, you are grown up. You take your decision, uh, decisions and you will be responsible. I told it. my mom the other day, I was like, I need to do this. You know, I need to get a girlfriend or whatever in my life and make something like that. And she goes, you don't need a girlfriend. You've got your dog. <laughs> <laughs> and she says that all the time like and she's not uh, kidding she's like girls are trouble just keep you i'm like uh, i don't even know what to do with so that like true. i'm yeah. just supposed to be single with an australian shepherd rest of my life and her, her, that's her vision oh of my rest of my life uh, i'll be caesar milan's yeah. dog whisperer yeah. <laughs> my mom was like just be responsible like whatever you do it's gonna affect you don't expect us to come out you know and take you out of your troubles and stuff <laughs> So that way you become responsible. Okay, uh, if I am dating and if I don't find a guy later, that's my problem. Mm. But I think so. Uh, yes, that's what it should be. Like you should date and uh, you should marry. If you feel getting married, don't just do it for a tick off. Like, okay, it's a social norm. I am for you. Oh my God, I'm the- for you. I'm not <laughs> getting married. You don't think... The actual reason, the biggest reason I'm against it is because you invite a whole other court system into your life. And if it was like, if somebody huh. asked you, hey, do you want to do business with the IRS? Your answer would probably be no, thanks. Mm. I don't want to. But because you literally now you're in a family court system. 
Uh, it, and which isn't like your peers. So like you do enter like a whole world on paper legally. Mm. Uh, I actually didn't do that. That's what I was wondering. I was going to ask you guys, do you think I could talk a girl into doing the whole thing? Cause if we don't go fill the paperwork down at the city, I, I did do that. I was like, okay, I want to get married. And because according to my culture, it actually mattered for my parents to do it culturally. So I did it culturally with legally. I, I don't think so. It matters. Like I don't want anything from, I think him. it does and, come into like you, just because there's some things if you live somebody long enough, but I would yeah, exactly. fight it as much as I wouldn't go. In. So that's interesting because that's exactly what I would try to talk a girl into. I'd be like, can we just do the ceremony and stuff and yeah. not go down to the yeah. city? Yeah, because that's I was of... like legally it doesn't make sense for me because it's not uh, about. Uh, uh, it's not that I don't trust you, but can we go down to the city and get a notary to make sure that it's exactly a cultural if, thing. If, yeah, if we want to separate our parts, we don't like legally it becomes like, OK, someone is watching over that you cannot do it. I'm like, if he wants to do it, he can do it anytime. Like, I don't want a legal thing over it watching it over or i don't need any support or anything and i think so the only thing is like uh, your finances and all that stuff and that we try to keep separate because we both are separate individuals so we don't have to and uh, you should be fine with all that i don't know how it works for other people and later on in their lives like why it is required to do legally or not just in my case i thought like I didn't need it. I could just see it being a big deal if I did bring that up. No, I think it's, uh, I think uh, to her point, in India, it's bringing two families together. That's also what marriage is. It's more than, you know, two people. It's a huge family affair, which we'll get into the weddings. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. And I think even though Deepthi um is open-minded her roots are traditional so she wanted to do it she really respects her family um a lot and i've seen that you know she 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 really would listen to her parents and even though she has her own thoughts and uh her pathway she wanted to also respect what her parents have given her and given her the opportunities and she that's why she kind of had a great balance of both of those do people's families stay together more so in india like uh I feel like that used to exist mm-hmm. in America more than it does now because I think there's just so much divorce and stuff that like families aren't really together in tomorrow. A, um, I think so in India it's a commitment. Like it doesn't matter if you put it on paper or not. At least like that's what I'm saying. I have seen the similar roots in America too. Like I think it's 50% divorce rate or something here. I, the divorce rate is, is something, yes, most of the people represent, but underline, I have seen people with the same morals I have been raised. Like, if you commit, and if you do commit, like, a big time, you're like, okay, I'm not going to walk out, walk out on that person easily. And the best thing when we started da- dating, I remember the first sentence we said was, we're going to change, we'll have quirks. We'll have some new things which won't be, which the other person won't be able to tolerate. But it's kind of like how you grow is that's the factor you need to take in. Like I cannot have a person who'll be always perfect for me. There is gonna something. That would change. be no fun. I actually agree with that. Perfect is no fun. That's such, yeah. that's a, such a fact. I that's feel like fact. I could. I feel like I could find out some things about Seema that she wouldn't want to tell me with you here. Oh, wait, about her? No, or about no. you. Oh, uh, I feel like she she, she knows, knows some dirt on you. She knows a lot, like a too much. I don't know, like stuff that I we can't. I, I kind of want to hear a heartbreak story, but I don't oh. know if I dare ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going there. No, it's but not about a heartbreak story, but Tima. The only thing I told Tima was what I didn't do in my life. That I was so traditional and I was so much focused on my career that I never went out with guys. If they, I got a lot of proposals, but I was like, no, it's my career first. I was always in that mode. And uh, with Seema, I saw the same thing. And I was like, no, dude, you should go out. You have to go out well, there, Well, that's a good girl. impression of Seema. That is great. <laughs> and then she's I like, have to tell her, no, you have to go, girl. You have to go date. And like at least you'll learn. Can I ask you gals what you think of Elizabeth Holmes? Oh, <laughs> as two female software. Oh my god, Silicon uh, Valley. Do you know who she is, right? Yes. Oh obviously. my god, I heard, <laughs> dude, dude, I heard her. Po- I heard that podcast. I got obsessed with it. Uh, I've heard everything I. That I, I heard find. that podcast. I went to Reddit. I was like the dropout. Stop. No, yeah, I went to Reddit to see like what if people have like found her in San Francisco and stuff. What do you think of her voice? 
Dude, her. Do you think okay, it's a wait, purpose? Wait, let, let's explain what okay. who she is because people okay. might not know. But Elizabeth Holmes is this. Um, you know, she's this late entre- so-called fraud entrepreneur who started this company called Theranos. And it was such a big deal back five years ago. I remember I looked up to her like I was like, oh, she's on Forbes. She was she's the first Times. female billionaire. Billionaire. So- yeah. And she was a big deal. And I was like, wow, this is such a great like inspiration. Finally, a female setting forefront. And then I think I moved here four years ago and I saw the company crumble down as a guy i was like i knew it i'm just all kidding these allegations. <laughs> totally kidding dude i know and then i heard that i heard the podcast if you if you guys haven't heard it it's called the dropout must listen to and i uh, it's like six hours like it's six episodes so it's like six hours but i just heard the whole thing and it's so it was like listening to like a murder show I got I get oh, she's man. so it was so fascinating like they they looked at her background like how she was in uh, like like from her schooling and to Stanford and then how the company was and they interviewed a lot of employees and they like they're all like oh it's my. almost like a televangelist except instead of religion it was a mm. fake product it was a fake product yeah um but people like believed what she had was it, but you can explain it. I I think so. What I found her actually, she was uh, she was the the one good quality I would say was that she could convince oh, yes. everyone on board of what she's doing. So it's yeah. kind of like I I could relate uh, it like as a person who lives in her own world and thinks that uh, that's the right thing to do and that's why she was able to convince people so much because the first fact is you have to believe in it. For her case, I think so. It's just like she lost the reality all together and then uh, she was obviously the business card crumbled up um, documumentary on the guy who had a f- party it's called like fire oh fire festival yeah it's, it's like i that saw that kind of- too it's like this it's so similar Ugh, people i tell you but um yeah i think uh speaking of entrepreneurship <laughs> i don't know how this is like getting into a segue of that like i know that for a fact that um the three of us we always have like these potential entrepreneurship ideas or startup ideas this being one of them right no no yeah like we're gonna start a ripoff of fairness that's one thing i add i think so most of the people have those ideas like uh, 90 percent like i i don't know a lot of the people i talk to they're like okay we want to grow into something this we want to grow into something that and after that you lose it and then mm. you're not working no on yeah anything or no. anymore and that's what i admire actually about Seema that she keeps pursuing it and that's the fact everyone should do like, you do follow up well oh, like as thank in you i try and you're not annoying either but you you do follow up <laughs> like i don't know you're not yeah yeah i know what you mean i i have always believed in that nike thing just do it like i feel like a lot of people talk more than they do and i'm i'm the kind of person who does and then i'll talk about it you know yeah and those are the people actually who make difference they won't talk a lot but they will do a lot and uh, i have seen um people who have grown into like 10 years of their job and they have lost so much uh, like they don't even remember what they were thinking to do in their 20s or 30s and i asked them okay what's your target and the targets are so low compared to like when i was in my 20s i'm like okay i can be ceo of everything and then Mm. you go and you start working and you're like oh it's hard okay let me settle something down and let me settle something down and people like if you settle your uh, uh, your instinct like your aspirations you bring them down you're like okay this looks feasible rather than breaking it down you just lower the target all by together and mm. then you're like you don't have that new target you have a new target which is easy to achieve and you're like okay i can do this and once i do that i'll think about the next stuff next thing so yeah. that's what i've reading about the people who were being successful they always had the higher aim they just broke it down into similar like smaller things they can do but the end goal stayed the same that's yeah. another thing i have seen and yeah i agree yeah so that's what recently i've been talking to people i was like okay what's your target and it's like okay this is really you know what most do. people i know that i like i hang out with on like a friday or saturday night who at that time um their target is how to do the least mm. so huh. like so the, I'll, I'll hear a lot of bragging of like oh or here's an example 
all they're looking forward to is their two weeks off. Mm. And to me, two weeks off with a regular job wouldn't be, I guess just sitting around every day for two weeks isn't my idea of happy because I'm not growing or doing anything. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of folks, that's the goal. And if they could do it year round, they would take it in an instant. For as me, I don't, I'm not trying to make myself feel special, but I really am fascinated by how much that really is a lot of people's goals. Just how easy can I get through life? Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think that is true. Uh, even a lot of times we feel like we only look forward to the weekend, especially having a nine to five job. Um, but that that's how it was for me. The first year I came here, it's been two years since I've done this nine to five job. And the first year I was that kind of person. I'm like, I just want, I look for the weekend travel. This is all new to me. But I think this past year and a year and a half is when I really sat down. I'm like, no, this, these have been my dreams. How am I going to get to my dreams? And got started getting organized. And- I started getting organized without getting too too organized to you know yeah you can take it to an yeah extreme. you can like you know get like in this kind of setting of like oh it has to be this way but i feel like it should be organic in the sense like just get it done you know talk to the right people network and just get it done instead of like constantly thinking it over and over in your mind and thinking about it makes you more um frustrating like because you're like you've been thinking about it you're not able to do anything about it and later on you're like okay i'm not satisfied in my job and it's not the job actually it's kind of like you need to take that separate time like whatever evenings you have so you know the biggest thing i do that in is like sometimes the holidays could be they used to be stressful for me like uh christmas just Mm -hmm. because of family and just all the history and blah blah like they'd literally be like really stressful Mm-hmm. And it would just be like all the stressful. Th- now I just pretend like that day's not coming and then just deal with it that day. And it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a fun concept though. I haven't heard it before. Because <laughs> yeah. then, then you don't have that, that buildup of all I those agree. expectations I in agree. your head. That, yeah. Because then when it's not what you think it is, that's when you freak out. Yeah. That's, that's how I think about this podcast. <laughs> so we call it the podcast. <laughs> podcast. Podcast. And- podcast. <laughs> And oh, it sounds cool. It's quirky. It's a podcast. Podcast. Uh, and also, um, speaking of which, also for weddings. Okay, I have, I love weddings. <laughs> Can you talk about that? all women in love? Weddings. Oh my god! No, I well, I haven't. I haven't attended many weddings. Like the two big weddings, I think one I went like last month, and then her wedding and i was there i like to call myself a wedding mediator so this is this is my entrepreneurship why is everyone that's a medium is single <laughs> you, don't, you don't know if i'm single every Jason. every matchmaker you is single. don't know everyone if i'm there. single okay you don't know that no i do no not, one, I no do one not knows know that, that. okay no now, one knows now that. we have to dig some truth huh? no i was gonna say she's got a who's no the third one, wheel in her relationship uh, no yeah. one knows no one knows even deepthi doesn't know because she hasn't seen me in does she have a roommate now you can Mm, corner yes she can so no the that's okay i'll make her live in my house i'm gonna judge by the way she's (laughs) scrubbing her hands together there's somebody in her mind there because she's like i don't know i've seen anybody (laughs) another podcast for that another podcast Podcast. (laughs) uh but a dude i swear like okay so i'm i'm telling it out there to the world if whoever listens to it the five friends that listen to this that if they need to plan a wedding, contact me and Deepthi because we <laughs> have planned a wedding like crazy. And it's not like a big budget wedding. We know how to plan cheap weddings, okay? Yeah. Low budget. So we're like, okay, you don't have she's to like, spend a lot of your money in and you can still get married. She's you like, can still bring the people you really like on the wedding. You know what sign always makes me laugh on the highway? Uh-huh. Divorce, $200. <laughs> Deepthi was telling me her our target um not audience or target whatever target customers should be students from ASU. I'm like, dude, are they even getting married? She's like, yeah, you never know. You know, low budget weddings. I was, I was just telling her that uh, it's not that we don't earn well or something, but you have to be like, okay, everyone has some limits, or yeah. they go to their parents and they're like, okay, we need to have a really really wonderful wedding, and we're gonna spend this much and that much, and I always think that. That just doesn't make sense. Like, I'm not a celebrity yet. (laughs) You know what I just thought about is there's a, especially college folks, but but there's every like four years or something, there's a ceremony 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. after graduation, your four-year one after that is your marriage. I know. It's just so freaky. Then it's your 30th yeah. and 40th birthday. I know, that's I it. Know. <laughs> I know. You're yeah. 21st in between. 25th. I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is, uh, your bachelorette. <laughs> your bachelor, <laughs> bridal shower. Like, there are a hundred things that happen before the actual wedding. I'm like, yeah. God damn, I just like, get married. Get, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just just even an Indian way. ceremony, there's just so many things that happen before it. <laughs> what, is, yeah. what are some of the... I'm I remember there was this one ceremony that happened at our house. Like, it was like she was there. She had to go and get her hair and makeup done. And I remember she was like, her parents, her mom was doing this, like putting bangles and like kind of like i don't know doing this kind of ritual like she's a yeah. new bride yeah, and deepthi was like i want to just get out of here and do my hair and makeup <laughs> so it's kind of like a pre-bridal stuff where she ends up um uh, like i ended up wearing the bangles in india you wear a lot of bangles when you get married and then i had some anklets so that's kind of like a start of the day so there is some prayer at the start of the day and then you're like okay you do all the official stuff and then you get to go to the hair and makeup person and i was late for that appointment <laughs> i still remember Ugh, i was too late for that so um, I, I was so the I was official like, driver she, she was like oh yeah so we went to the hair and makeup <laughs> she got her hair and makeup i was the designated driver driving everywhere every person everywhere I was the the mediator and it was crazy i think i drove around five to six oh, hours i thought you made that up like there is a thing that is a mediator <laughs> yeah dude so she this is, is okay so That's this, what she is. They, i think they call it the wedding planner here is that not no i'll tell you why i call it the mediator She's not the, the mediator but. is the person who sits next to the prosecutor <laughs> <laughs> when you guys can't talk to each other face to face she was doing the planning stuff because i believe the bride and groom should plan their wedding because they know what they want but on the day of their wedding they should be relaxed they should be able to enjoy that day so that's when me the wedding mediator mediator comes into place where i make sure that all the things are happening on the day of the wedding like the vendors come in the guests are happy the bride and groom are happy the parents are happy they're taking photos everything is great and that's what i call the wedding mediator like my parents uh, as i spoke fast as i said before my parents (laughs) my parents uh live in india right so they came in here to get me married so they were not familiar with uh, any of the stuff they didn't know how to drive from one place to another place so we were like severely limited and then seema came seema came for our rescue and then she uh took care of my parents and everyone like in india you don't have to worry about that stuff because whole of your family is planning the wedding and i still remember how they focused more about the marriage than the wedding i think that's something that i again respect like yeah they could have easily afford they could could have had a lavish wedding if they wanted to but for them their priorities were different and they made sure that it was a very i thought it was just as special it was very intimate uh family special like friends and it was it was beautiful and all the weddings that i've i think i've like all when i say all the the two weddings that i've been to and mediated (laughs) has been special like that so yeah i think uh this is one of our entrepreneurship ideas that yeah, we're gonna we were like okay come we're making, to us come to making us it, if we need any making it public Dude, I'm I, gonna laugh if only people like show up here trying to get divorces because of the mediator and then they're like oh <laughs> you mean planner planner <laughs> I'm sorry it's, Dude, like, I don't even want money for this. I just love doing it because I see, love seeing people happy and love. And I'm like, I don't need yeah, money. Exactly. It's just so much fun. You should call it uh, the only- uh, Cupid Mediators. That's not, no, no. But the true fact is I love seeing couples in love and getting married. <laughs> and, I, and I still feel like it's too much of uh, money for a day. <laughs> yeah, she even with the, the intimate wedding they had, she felt like, I felt like it was... It's a lot of money for weddings. It is. Yeah. You I, go with a, yeah. yeah, you go with a small, small, small stuff and everything kicks in. And I'm like, Didn't usually the why girl... is it so expensive? I still don't get it. Actually, you know what? The photographers and videographers are the most expensive <laughs> thing true. in the wedding. Fun fact. If you have friends or videographers who, around you, know, you, just keep them with you. <laughs> network, network. I think weddings are a little bit like funerals. People are like, oh. <laughs> Well, like in the sense of like, why is it expensive? It's like, do you really love them? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, How much do these, you care? Yeah, all these basic service, uh, services have been so expensive. I still don't get it. Why? Like, why are these basic necessities in life uh, are uh, so... Love ain't free. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. It is free. It yeah. is very free. Probably it's so much uh, needed that people are like, okay, we are doing it good. So we want money. 
everyone wants to make money out of stuff <laughs> gotta do it some way anyway that was fun we're gonna now speaking of love we're gonna go to our love questionnaire thing where we do every episode where there's the new york times falling in love 36 questions to fall in love so oh, okay. you got to choose a number between one to 36 and i've I'm only gonna- answered two that's why i'm not in love with anybody <laughs> Maybe you should play I've that never, as an experiment. You know, <laughs> once I got, I haven't I got answered all- any. So. I, 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 I legit feel, Jason, that after every episode, we have like a homework that you need to do. So we should follow through with that homework and do it and do it like as an after, after episode after the sushi. Like you have to still learn ballroom dancing. <laughs> still have you have to still go oh, to. Oh, we should su- have a little accountable thing. Then yeah. we come back and be like, "How is Jason doing? He's on number thirteen. We have to do uh, the go to sushi bar with Shay. I want to do speed dating. Mm, uh, yeah, sure. we should do that. We'll yeah. do that. And you should ask these questions. <laughs> I, th- I think I could kill it at speed dating. Ugh, why is this For some reason, I picture there being like four dudes and tons of girls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I didn't mean to say okay to that, but beefy. <laughs> the point, those four guys are gay, yeah. <laughs> except for me. Oh. <laughs> Tell me about it. Why don't it go the other way? Like four girls and then all the rest of the guys. Just because guys are such, I don't know. Girls are like really social and guys, I don't think are, man, I'm not, I don't know everything. We don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We'll do, we'll get more guys on this show. I just picture that if if I went ballroom dancing, there'd be more girls there than guys. Mm. So I assume it's like that. Mm. You might be wrong. Yeah. I meant straight guys. I'd straight guys. Mm. I'll count it that way. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll have to do that. So, Deepthi, choose a number between 1 to 36. 36. Oh, for other. <laughs> Everybody does that, don't they? No, they don't. I just want the final question. Um, is he the one or not? <laughs> uh, that I know. I don't need okay. anything. Right. This Too is, late. <laughs> oh, this is deep. Okay, so you're... I want one of those things that... Oh, no. So your house catches on fire, and if there's only one thing you can take from your house, what would it be? My husband. That's oh! that was the obvious answer. That was too oh easy. God, I'm gonna cry. What? All right. What, I'm gonna cry. Okay. By the what way, if he already took you out, and now there's something else you have yeah. to take out. What's the mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. She she lives with her uh, mother-in-law, but she's adorable. Oh, I thought you were choosing your mother-in-law over your mother. No, 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 no. Like because she, she lives, just happens to be in the house. Li- yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really caring. She's, she's and, cool. Uh, I always... So this is another fun fact, I think, that all the younger generation feel, oh, we don't need our parents. We are grown up. Like, we need our space. We need our privacy. And I have been living with one of my parents. And um, I don't think so. it's such a big deal. Like, you can get your privacy. You can do whatever you want. It's not that she's going to stop you. All they need is a little bit of listening and love, which you can give. It, and... As they're your parents, they're going to make sure, like, always that uh, you are their priority. Mm. So, I I still, this is another concept I'm still getting used to. People having privacy and stuff and then kicking their parents out. Or... I've, I've noticed that it's in almost all cultures in the world that it is a given that you take care of your parents when you grow older. And there's a lot of an American thing where I think it's a lot of psychiatry where they're like, oh, if your parents aren't healthy or toxic get away from them cut them off I, and then it starts there yeah i don't know just think about it Sometimes and everybody's not perfect right yeah yeah but i i don't i don't accept that concept like i am it's not that okay i'm an indian i believe it or something as a human being i um i don't accept that concept i mm. am good with my privacy and if it impacts like if i'm like okay i cannot do my thing i would rather talk to her if she doesn't get it i still can do it it's just gonna make her mad a little bit or it's gonna happen the other way she wants to do something it can make me mad a little bit but it's okay it's not that it's not a perfect world you'll not be always happy sometimes you're cranky by your job you don't leave it the next yeah. day yeah yeah so that's another thing I, wo- I always wanted to say. Like, taking care of parents is not such a big deal. So don't make a fuss about mm. it. As a human being, if you cannot take care of your own family, then what else can you do? Mm. How do you think you're more responsible or you're, I sh- someone should, you know, take you, uh, take your words? Or There's folks that I'm, I'm actually t- absolutely agree with you. Yeah, and like, if you want to make too. a difference, it's like start right at home. Start at home. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, 
and people arguing against that in different ways they, yeah. they have their opinions and another thing i found is like what patience people say oh you have to have a lot of patience if you want to have your parents next to you and all that stuff i am telling you as a fact i've seen i don't carry half of the patience as my parents have and i still can't tolerate them <laughs> like they're still very i still find them not annoying so imagine the level of annoying you were before you talk about mm. intolerance I think and you, patience and i think all if you hold stuff. your parents accountable for maybe your failures then they annoy you just by being there, period. But Does that make sense? So I think there's a lot of that that happens. I don't think so. Any parent wants to their kids to be a failure. I think so. Every person has to realize it, realize that they did something wrong in there. And rather than keep gripping Everybody about has regrets, it, you mean yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. If you have regrets, you would rather grow over it and start working on something positive rather than holding someone accountable and breaking everything yeah. from them. It's the perks and quirks. You got to embrace yeah. it all, right? So yeah. let's say every living being in your house and it's on fire can get out of the house <laughs> under their own power. Now yeah, what, what would be the materialistic <laughs> yeah. thing? Uh, that's the thing. I'm not materialistic. She's not materialistic. <laughs> She'll take her. Really, like I don't. Uh, I. I. If I have my husband, if I have my family next to me, I am not materialistic. Why are you She's so nice? Like, jeez, Deepi. All you need is love. love. I'm like, oh, the cute, sad. Wait, but that doesn't mean that I don't like money. I like making money. She's she like, I'd go grab the vault. Uh, can we get the vault on my computer? Yeah. Um, I still remember. Um, I gave a toast at their the wedding. I gave a toast at their wedding, and I was like, <laughs> "I can't believe I'm saying this." Did she go ding, 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 ding? I did that ding, 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 and I was oh, like, I told them at the end, I was like, "You guys, you don't need anything. Don't have kids because you already have me." <laughs> I said that I in front of their parents. Jason, can you believe it? I'm such. a... Uh, I'll be the best six-year-old for the rest of your life. <laughs> but I think I think their parents also adore me just as much. Like I think I, I, I through them I've created the bond with, like you know, with the wedding with her parents and um, his parents. I think that yeah, that it's, whole, it's a good I, joke. It's a good I joke. Yeah, but I think the theme you you except are, you weren't kidding. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> but you're such a good person that it doesn't oh. matter where you stand. You have so much of energy in you that people start liking you. Just oh. keep pursuing your dreams. Thank you. Like though, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the roommate bond that we have, even though she's not my roommate, you know, it's it's go it goes way beyond that. I think it's like a sister, big sis, little sis relationship that we have, and you don't get that a lot with roommates. I've heard horror roommate stories, <laughs> horrible ones, and I was very lucky. I didn't do any background check on her, anything. It was just an intuition. I just walked in. My mom was like, "She seems like a right fit," and I'm like, "Okay, fine, whatever." <laughs> I walk in, and we've been through a lot. She's seen me through. I all my ups and a lot of downs. But I still remember a lot of that downs. I don't drink a lot. But when she walked in my apartment, I had like a lot of drinks in my house. And she's like, whoa, what cool roommate I have. And then later on, she found out she doesn't drink at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Good stuff. Good memory. <laughs> for sure. We're just end on that. And yeah, again, thank you so much, Deepthi, for really sharing and opening up. I know like uh, with a lot of these things are extremely personal to her and um i'm very grateful that she got to open up because i know that if one person finds the stuff that she said useful which i'm sure because i myself have found it very beneficial to my life if one other person can do it then i'm happy and i'm sure she will too so thank we you all can do Dude. it yeah so thank you Deepthi, for sharing <laughs> your journey and your life story with us thank you very much thank, thank you. you and thank you everyone for listening see ya <laughs> <laughs>